Today, it is all football. We're talking about three reasons why the Gophers could thrive in 2024 and three reasons why they could struggle. And finally, how do they avoid the bottom of the Big Ten? You are locked on Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Golden Gophers. However it turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name's Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday to Friday. Now, yesterday was a tough day. It was probably a, a one of the lower days in the last couple of weeks for Gophers fans because the Gophers took on the Wisconsin basketball teams and not only the men's, but the women's side of things, and they lost both. Now, that was heartbreak, but we're moving straight on here. We can't dwell on that, and I absolutely cannot talk about it again for a second day. It just makes me sick thinking about it. So we're going to turn our eyes towards football. We are going to talk about the 2024 season, and we're going to break down reasons that the Gophers could thrive, why they could be successful in 2024, but we're also going to talk about what could be on the cusp or reasons they could struggle in the 2024 season. And finally, why it is ever so critical that the Gophers compete in 2024 in this new Big Ten and how to avoid the bottom, the seller, the Big Ten lowest on the totem pole, how to avoid all of that. We are going to dive in deep. So be sure to hit subscribe over on YouTube, but I want you to take a shot, call your shot on YouTube right now. I want to know where you think the Gophers finish in the Big Ten conference. We can come back. We can take a look at the comments and see who is right and who is wrong, but I want you to take a shot and here in the early stages of January as things are still kicking off. Now let's talk about the good. Let's talk about the reasons they could thrive in 2024 to start this thing off. Now I'm going to give you three reasons why. And the first reason is the home run hitters have returned to Dinky Town. You've got Daniel Jackson coming back, top three receiver in the Big Ten Conference last year. You've got Darius Taylor coming back. He led the entire nation for a good chunk of time in rushing yards per game. And actually, if you take his sample size, he led the entire nation in rush yards per game, even now, even to this day. And he showed the upside, the home run hitting ability, the, the game changing ability to keep on falling forward, keep on chunking away and being a dynamic running back. Not only do you have those two home run hitters back, but you have a vast majority of an offensive line that can clear the way and protect the quarterback. Now, yes, there were some moments of weakness. The Nebraska game was a tough one. The Michigan game was a tough one. But outside of maybe two to three games last season, the offensive line held their own. Now, you have most of those starters coming back. You still have to fill the center position, but that is a whole lot of returning production. So if the quarterback play can be consistent and be better uh, from a consistency standpoint in 2024, plus your players stay healthy and you have those home run hitters, that should have 
some more wins on the Gophers schedule moving forward. That should have been able to turn some of those losses, those close ones last season, into wins had we had some of those players or more consistent quarterback play or what have you. So now you have that element, and it should lead to more wins. But on top of that, it should allow you to compete more in the 50-50 games, in the games against Wisconsin, against an Iowa, against a North Carolina. You should be able to compete more if those factors are at hand. So that is reason number one why they could thrive in 2024. Now, reason number two is that many of the young players that this team was kind of founded on last season and people having to step up, injuries coming into play and all that, a lot of young players were on the field at any given point, especially on the defensive side of things. Now, a lot of those players have live experience. Maverick Baranowski was not supposed to be a starting uh, linebacker for this Gophers team from jump, but he had to step in and he had to do it. And now adding his experience and Devin Williams' experience to Cody Lindenberg, a healthy Cody Lindenberg at that gives you a lot of talent in that linebacker room. On top of that, we saw moments from Tyler Stolsky that could be helpful for that linebacker team. We saw Kerry Brown get some run. We saw Zaquan Bryan get some run. We saw a bunch of young players get opportunities, and those live game opportunities can help them transition this spring as far as understanding what they did well and what didn't go well in those brief moments, what they need to work on in the offseason, and then to take it to a whole nother level to be even more prepared for the 2024 season. So having those young players in that live experience should absolutely help the Gophers be in a better position next season. Now, they the, those young players understand what it takes at this point in time and what to work on. On top of that, the game will start to slow down for some of them, and off-season leaps will take take uh, take. No, I guess they'll happen. Is what I'm trying to say there. They're going to take place is what I was going for. And it's gonna, it's not going to be for every player. It doesn't mean every single player that comes from a freshman to or a redshirt freshman to their freshman to redshirt freshman, uh, freshman to sophomore, whatever it is, it doesn't mean you automatically take that leap, but there will be a handful of players that do take that leap. And those handful of players can be extremely big difference makers. And then finally, you've got a lot of starters returning. I believe eight starters on both sides of the ball of the 11 starters. You've got three defensive line starters back in Eastern, Jaw Joyner and Danny Strigow. You've got two to three linebacking starters back with Devin Williams, Cody Lindenberg, and then Maverick Baranowski has kind of entered that category as well. You've got a nickel starter back in Jack Henderson. You've got a cornerback starter back in Justin Wally. And then technically you have a, a starter back in Darius Green as well. Now, all of those starters aren't going to be locked. Plain and simple, they're still going to have to earn their jobs. So you've got a lot of starting experience coming back defensively and offensively. Like we said, four offensive line starters coming back, running back starter coming back, wide receiver starters coming back. You got a whole lot of people coming back, and that should help this young Gophers team start to put things together and get away from five, six win territory and get back to the eight plus win territory. And then finally, the third thing. That could help the Gophers thrive. Reason number three in, in 2024 season is having a fresh perspective. And that's on the defensive side of the ball. You have a new defensive coordinator who could bring some new upside, some new wrinkles, some new elements, some new unexpectedness to this Gophers defense that teams 
can initially plan for. And that can be a good thing. Now, yes, the Joe Rossi departure cuts a little deep. Last year was a struggle season, but he did some wonderful things out here. And like I said, I will always be an advocate for how much he shaped his defense to his personnel. Now, I'm hoping that is going to be the case with Coach Heatherman as well. We're going to find out quick, but regardless, you have that new perspective from the defensive coordinator. You have a new perspective from an experienced quarterback who is joining your team, a revamped uh, running back room that has a ton of different variables of experience all across the board, and that should help in the, the play style that the Gophers want to play. There's a lot of fresh perspectives which should help the Gophers move on from last season's disappointment and move forward back on track to the successes that they were building on in the seasons prior. Now, that mixture of experience from a young team plus some new hotness in the defensive play calling and whatnot could be just what the doctor ordered and put us back in the eight-plus win territory. That plus the upside of a pass game and the unknown new wrinkles of the defensive system approach could lead to a fun team that is ready to create some upsets. And that's what I'm hoping for in 2024. So those are the reasons in which this Gophers team could thrive in 2024. But now we got to take a look at the other side of things. We got to take the rosy colored glasses off, put them to the side and look at what could go wrong. Why could this team potentially struggle in the 2024 season as well? And I, I'm going to jump into that coming up next, and I need to know if you disagree with these takes. So definitely stay tuned, and we're going to jump into why the Gophers could struggle in 2024. First, you know we got to talk to you about our friends over at FanDuel. That's right, FanDuel, America's number one sports book. And they're given that title for a reason because not only do they hold it down when it comes to giving you the latest opportunities to get bets in, to explore the new bets tab, get into this uh, same game parlay hub. Not only can you do all that, but you can bet a $5 bet, win or lose, if you're a new customer and you will get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed. And you know what I like to say? If it's free, it's me. Now, it's not quite free. It's a $5 bet, but you do get those free guaranteed dollars on the side, $150 in bonus bets, and you cannot go wrong with something like that. So with the NFL season wrapping up, now's the time to get in on the action, especially if you will be a new customer to take advantage of $150 in bonus bets. All you have to go do is go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash locked on to take advantage of that $5 bet. Any of them, $150 in bonus bets. Take advantage today over at FanDuel.com slash locked on. All right, Gophers fans, we just talked about the three reasons that the Gophers could thrive in 2024. I think it could be a good one. It has some promise. There is some hope with this fan base, but any off season you head into, there is a lot of hope and there's a lot of pessimism. There's a lot of folks out there that are like, nah, I don't like the coach. I don't like the players. I don't like whatever. So they're going to stink. They're not going to be good. There's always riding both sides of that wave. But what I'm trying to do here is give the perspective on why it could go either way and why maybe the most likely scenario is something in the middle. But regardless, we have to talk about the three reasons that this Gophers team could struggle in 2024. Now, reason number one, this team plays not to lose as opposed to doing whatever it takes to win. And that's not a new thing that we have seen with Coach Black. We have seen that happen time and time again. And hopefully we don't see it 
at its at its finest in 2024 because conservative offensive play calling, struggling to pass the ball, loaded box after loaded box, turnovers, special teams miscue, miscues, you know, excuse me, by the way. If you add all that stuff together, it is it, it sets yourself up for disaster. And these were elements that we saw scorched us in 2023. So bringing in a new quarterback with a history and a known tenacity for throwing the ball, if you start to see these struggles again, if you start to see conservative play calling, if you start to see no, the mistrust with the quarterback in the passing game, if you start to see all that again, then it's time to look past we don't have the talent of it and time to look at this system might not be working. And I hope it doesn't come to that. But at the same time, you're going to have an answer on it this season. And if it does rear its ugly head, we're going to be on the bad side of the record on most games if we can't get it together in 2024 because everybody's competition is elevating uh, the talent in the transfer portal. It's been coming the Big Ten and the SEC's way due to those big dollar figures and people wanting to play on the biggest stages. So you're going to have to step your game up in this season. Otherwise, you're going to get left behind. So number one is the team playing not to lose as opposed to doing whatever it takes to win. Now, reason number two of why the Gophers could struggle in 2024 is the lack of depth that is ready to play. And I want to stress that. I think there is depth on this team. I think there's talent on this team. A lot of young talent waiting in the wings or coming in to the program, maybe not ready to play right away. We've got four All-American high school players uh, that are joining this program. That's the most that this program has ever seen. So clearly the talent is there, but will they be able to play right away? That might be a different story. So the lack of depth that is ready to play from jump. If we had to play a game in one month, we would be lacking a lot of depth when it comes to players that have the experience or could be ready for the go time, ready for the the, the clock to start and the, the snaps to happen. That's a little bit different, especially when you're looking at that interior defensive line and possibly the linebacker rooms. Now, you've got the big names in those rooms. You've got the production. You've got Devin Eastern. You've got Cody Lindenberg. You've got Maverick Bernowski. And even on the outside of that D-line, you've got Josh Joyner, Danny Strayo. Like I said, they've put up some big numbers in this past season, and Josh Joyner has shown flashes over the past couple. Cody Lindenberg has shown flashes over the past couple. But... Players beyond them, are they ready? Is a Martin Owusu ready to step up? Is a Theoran Randall ready to start step up? Is Zaquan Bryan going to be ready to be a full-time starter? There's lots of question marks around it, and I do have hopes for a lot of these young guys. I do think they bring a lot of potential, and it all starts now. Can they grind? Can they get into it? But if the Gophers struggle this season, I think it will be due to not having that that ready to go depth behind them now hopefully they do fingers crossed but we'll see what happens and it's not just those positions it's not just the defense you're talking about the quarterback if something were to happen to max brosmerg do we have someone ready to play quarterback right now i'm not sure we do i love the upside of drake Lindsay, like you do as well but will he be able to play as a true freshman if something were to happen i don't know arkansas high school football or any high school football at that is Far different, far slower, far less intricate. Defenses are far less complicated than the Big Ten football. So it's going to be 
something to question. Uh, hopefully the Gophers can maybe address some of those concerns after the spring season with that second wave of the transfer portal. But overall, we're going to see what happens in spring ball. We're going to see who comes up and steps up. We're going to see who puts it together, what, who slows down the game, who takes advantage of the opportunities and who is ready to make their moment. You're going to have that opportunity right now in spring ball. I don't see too many names getting added to this roster from now until the end of April, early May, once that second wave hits again. So now is your time to shine and take claim of your role or of uh, opening that is in there. And then finally, reason number three for why the Gophers could struggle in 2024 is if this team loses buy-in. If they don't fully buy into the culture, if they don't fully buy into what Coach Fleck has been building and prepping and stacking up on, that is where things could crumble and go wrong. Now, I don't get the sense that this team has issues with that. And maybe there are some one-offs. Maybe are there, there are some spurts. And that's what the transfer portal is for. So maybe we lost that through the transfer portal when guys like uh, Evans or others headed elsewhere. Maybe it was because they weren't. this wasn't the right messaging for them. This wasn't the right fit for them. And they, they figured it out and they wanted to go elsewhere. But as long as you don't have that, that toxicity or the the lack of trust or whatever that might be, as long as that isn't on the roster and it doesn't fester behind the scenes, then the Gophers should be all right. But if it happens, if there are struggles early in the season, if you lose some games that maybe you weren't anticipating, if, if you come out and drop the ball against North Carolina, you drop a non-conference to like Las Vegas or something like that, which absolutely cannot happen. If it happens, your boy might have a, a heart attack here on this very episode. But if you lose a game like that early and people start to question or people start to hurt or people start to look to point a finger and place blame, that's where things could go wrong. So that would be a reason why a team could struggle in 2024, and that would be the worst reason if it were to take place. Now, I think this team is bought in, but you lose a lot of leadership in this, this last year's senior class. The past two senior classes had a ton, a ton of leaders that have come up and grown up under Coach Fleck. You've had your Tyler Newbins, your Brevin Spanfords, your Tanner Morgan, Mo Ibrahim, Jordan Howden, Terrell Smith. Those guys were fully invested and fully bought in. Now, I know guys like Cody Lindenberg are fully invested and fully bought in, but you have a lot of new leaders, a lot of young leaders, or a lot of new faces to the program that are newer to the culture and newer to understanding what this team is all about and who this staff is and what the culture they are built on and founded on is. And a lot of those players are going to start to be the faces of the program. So do they buy in from jump? Do they buy in and are ready to go to war with this team and row and row and keep on rowing like the intro to this podcast says? If that's the case, then there shouldn't be an issue. But if it isn't, that could spell troubles. That could spell a struggle season. So those are my three concerns and the three reasons that this team could possibly struggle in 2024 if things came undone. And that is, one, teams playing not to lose as opposed to playing doing whatever it takes to win. Two, the lack of depth ready behind starting players. And three, losing the buy-in of the culture. Now, hopefully then none of that happens. Hopefully we're looking at the positivity and like we talked in segment one, but to wrap this thing up, we have to talk about the biggest things that need to happen in order to go for the Gophers to avoid the seller 
of the Big Ten. There's 18 teams now, and you cannot afford to be at the bottom. We're going to talk about why coming up next. All right, Govers fans. So we have an 18 team Big Ten now. It's big. I mean, bigger than big. It's 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 a whole dang half a FBS division, it feels like at this point. And the Big Ten is gonna have a lot of eyes on it. And you're gonna hear the upside and the rankings all summer, all offseason, talking about your Ohio States, your Michigans, your Oregons. They're gonna be in the top tier. But outside of those three schools, maybe throw Penn State in there for me. You throw those four schools at the top, I get it. I understand. Those are the top dogs. Those are going to be the people fighting for maybe a top four, top five, top six seed in the playoffs when it comes to the end of the year. But there's 12-team playoffs next season, which means anything can happen when you put yourself in the conversation, getting into the top six in the Big Ten. So those next two slots could be very important. Uh, Getting into the top 10 in the Big Ten is going to be important for higher-value bowl games, for recruiting, all of that. Being in the top 10 in the Big Ten is going to be a big factor. Now, we just listed off four teams that we think will probably be in that top tier in the elite of the elite like they have been for years. But a lot of people assume Washington's going to be right back. They just had a massive coaching departure. They just had an exodus of seniors and NFL talent leaving towards the draft. That is going to be a tough sell still. Yes, they brought in Jed Fish. Yes, they brought in Will Rogers. It still has to come together. It's still not guaranteed to be perfection. It's still doesn't have a ton of Big Ten experience on hand. So Washington could struggle. UCLA could struggle. USC could struggle. Now they have the foundations. They have had success in the past, but they've also had struggles. And they've also maybe earned more hype than what should be or have been given more hype than what has been earned for those programs when it comes to coming over to the Big Ten. So you got those three schools that are maybe getting more love than could finish with in the 2024 season. You've got Wisconsin, who is everybody in in 90% of people's top 25 to enter the season last year. I'll try to tell you how that wasn't happening, but regardless, people are probably going to put them back in this offseason because Fickle went to a playoff. So you know what? They're going to be top 25 because they've got younger talent coming in now or they've got things clicking together or Kyler Van Dyke fixes everything which I wouldn't be surprised if Tyler Van Dyke is replaced by one of their other quarterbacks by the end of the season, but I digress. Anyways, you've got Iowa coming back. You've got, you've got other schools. That's eight that I've listed off there, but you have to find a way to get yourself in the conversation. Nebraska has some people coming up and I'm not one to try to toot any Nebraska horn, but I do have respect for what Matt Rule is doing. I like the quarterback that they landed in, Riola, and I think that they've got things going in the right direction, especially with that defense. So they're going to be a a force. Uh, Who else is going to be a force? We've got Illinois who gives us troubles. Michigan State has new coaching staff. Minnesota is going to have to fight and scrap and claw to get into that top 10 in the Big Ten. And a lot of people are going to put Minnesota down at 15 in the Big Ten. They're going to put them at – 14, 15, 16 in the Big Ten. You're going to see it all offseason. You're going to get ticked off just like I am, and we're going to know that that's probably not the case, and that's probably not where Minnesota will finish in the season. But to avoid finishing in the bottom eight, to avoid finishing in the bottom six, Minnesota has to do three things. 
three things, one on every single side of the ball. We'll start with special teams, and that is special teams has to show up special, and it has to change. Now, they've made the first step in getting a new coordinator, coordinator who has experience, and he might not stick around long term, but he knows how to get the job done and get the units gelling, and that's going to be everything. So winning that field position battle could be a huge difference for Minnesota. So that's going to be the thing they have to do. Win that field position battle, trust your big leg kicker, and on top of that, creating turnover opportunities or pin punts could be difference makers in Big Ten games. Now on the offensive side of the ball, the passing game, it has to open up the run game. I'm not saying you have to pass the ball 40 times. I'm not saying you have to pass the ball 30 times. But what I am saying is that you have to complete the plays that are there. You have to hit on the explosives that you you can't miss. And on top of that, you have to make the easy plays. You have to make the layups. We missed some layups last season. We missed quite a few layups last season. And it allowed teams to get after the passer or stack the box or add an extra hat. And it started to slow down the run game. And we couldn't play the style of ball that Coach Fleck wants to play. Now, if we're going to be dedicated to that style, then the passing game has to find success and it has to open up the run game. That means the play action game starts to find success. That means the running backs in the passing game. We saw moments where the running backs were featured. Darius Taylor, uh, Bryce Williams, Jordan Newbin, where they got some catches out of the backfield. Or, or ran routes out of the backfield, and all of a sudden we were getting first downs on those types of plays. We need to continue to work that into the offense because it will help the running game. It will make your running backs be more of a threat at all times and create bigger openings when you start to run the ball. So that's going to be massive. And then the final thing on defense that has to happen to keep the Gophers out of the cellar, keep them in that top 10-ish area for the Big Ten is that they have to fix the third down defense. Any game that the Gophers collapsed on third down defense or struggled or couldn't get off the field, they were they were losing the game. Whether it was a close game to Illinois or uh, who else was out there, uh, Northwestern, things like that, where you started to lose the third down battles on defense and all of a sudden they come back and they win, or whether you were absolutely blitzed on third downs from the jump and you couldn't get off the field and Michigan lays and lays huge points on you. The second half, Ohio State lays huge points on you. Purdue lights you up like it's their day job. You cannot give third down and longs, third down and mediums up consistently. You have to get off the field, get the ball back into your offense's hands, and play the time of possession ball that Coach Fleck likes to play. If the Gophers can do those three things, they will not finish in the bottom. 12, we'll say. They will not finish in the bottom 12. I think if they do those three things and they do them consistently, the Gophers will finish in the top 10 in the Big Ten, where, I don't know, your guess is as good as mine. It matters when they start to put those things together, but the Gophers have talent. They have experience. They have uh, a lot of returning production, and now they have a little bit of new perspectives and some fresh outlooks coming in, especially on the defensive side of things and in that quarterback room, and those things could add up to be the difference We're going to find out it's going to be a good season regardless that we're going to appreciate or there's going to be big changes happening. So we'll see what happens with the Gophers. I'm excited by it, but 2024 has a vast amount of outcomes. The spectrum of what could happen is massive, and we'll keep you posted as we go this whole offseason and through the next season here at Locked On Golden Gophers. That's going to do it for us. I will see you tomorrow. Row the boat, Sky Imago Gophers, and as always, don't forget to subscribe.